James, I, I would have stayed in Southern California too. Why why would why would Bronny James go to Columbus to go to Ohio State? I know I know that he grew up in Ohio. And obviously LeBron is is a legend in Ohio, but why would he go to Ohio State? Where it's like five degrees from from Thanksgiving all the way up through Valentine's Day. Why would he go there? Or why would he go to Oregon? I know that you have the the Phil Knight and the Nike money, but I would I would have done the same thing. I would have taken my my NIL, got myself a nice condo in Southern California. Used to have access to to Mama and the home cooking. Nobody could do the home cooking like Mama. You get to sit courtside at Laker games with your brother and sister and family, and then your family gets to come to watch you hoop it up at, at USC, man. He's he's living the American dream. You're listening to the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, the Lance J Radio Network, coming to you live from Hendersonville, Tennessee. So I'm in Hendersonville at the streets of, of Indian Lake in their, their outdoor mall. Shout out to everybody listening on, on our radio broadcast, Coast to Coast, or on Lance J Plus where we podcast every single segment of the show. So if you don't hear it live or you're not in the market that, that carries the Lance J Radio Network, you can always go to Lance J Plus. I think it was a real smart move for, for Bronny James. I've been critical of him at times. I think I once said that that he's more likely to, to go play for Iona when Rick Pitino was there than to play for, for North Carolina or Villanova, or, or Kansas, or one of the Blue Bloods, UConn. But Bronny James, like LaMelo Ball, when I first saw LaMelo Ball, I was like, man, I, I just don't see it, man. I don't think this guy's that good. He was 6'2", 6'2 and a half, and he shot up to 6'7". I was just like, well, his game at 6'7 translates. And when I first saw Bronny James, I was like, obviously he's going to be a freak physically. He's got better DNA than mere mortals such as myself. And he's going to be a, a, a Harlem Globetrotter type dude, the 6'2", 6'3", but 45-inch vert. And dunking on people from the free throw line and dunking over five or six people standing in a huddle in slam dunk contests. But Bronny James has gotten better. He's worked on his game. He's gotten so much better. When I saw him at the, the McDonald's All-Star game, I was like, man, this guy is just as good as anybody out here. He's not going to be his dad's size. You know, I don't think he hit the DNA lottery like his little brother. It looks like Bryce is going to be 6'9", 6'10". But he's really athletic. He can shoot the three. He's a very good defender. He has great instincts. And I look at him, I see NBA player. I don't see elite NBA player. I don't necessarily see NBA starter. I don't necessarily see someone that's going to be an all-star caliber player. But, but quite frankly, 
in many ways, we gotta we gotta kind of back off of that. Everybody, everybody on a team doesn't have to be a twenty six and a half point per game score. You need three and D guys, and in positionless basketball, I think Bronny James is the the epitome of someone that can be a three and D guy. And I think he's going to be very effective. I think USC is a perfect place for him. Fight on. Trojans have a good program. It's right in L.A. It's going to increase his NIL value. You know, it's going to be a lot higher having an NIL value in Los Angeles than Columbus, Ohio. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. So I know Ohio State is a is a monster. And if Bronny James was, a, was an ex-wide receiver, then Ohio State's the place to go. Because Ohio State is is, is is WRU, wide receiver U. But in this particular case, man, you know, I, I think it's a, a great move for, for him to go to USC and to play there. Pac-12 basketball, is, uh, it's not fantastic, but you have good programs out there. Arizona's a good program. Arizona State is a growing program. UCLA is a good program. Having him at USC, I think that's a smart move, man. You still, you're playing Oregon, which is a, which is a solid program. UW. Occasionally, they have a pretty good program. And he's likely going to be a one-and-done guy. He's likely going to play one year at USC, and then he's going to matriculate to the to the National Basketball Association. And when he gets to the NBA, I think that he's going to be a late first-round draft pick, and, and his father, LeBron's already said, he's like, wherever my son goes, that's where I'm going. I don't care about the money. You can say what you want about LeBron James and his Instagram and his his not being able to post up JJ Berea, and you didn't like the 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 show that he put on Akron when he quote took his talents to South Beach. You don't like his hairline. You don't like that he made his his team one time wear wear capri a capri pantsuit. You can say whatever you want about LeBron James, but he is a billionaire that's still suiting up. They're still coming in. At 1 in the afternoon, when the game is at 7.30, he's still coming in to get some shots up, to get some cardio in. And I, I guarantee you, if I if somebody wrote Lance Day a check for a billion dollars, you would never hear me on the radio ever again. I would be on the next flight to Tahiti to buy one of those hotels there. And i just stay, me and my, I'd be pulling my beautiful wife. i say, baby, we're, we're retiring immediately. And we would be on an island somewhere living it up for at least 18 months. I'd be completely off the grid. So I respect LeBron. A lot of people aren't hungry. I heard one of my friends said that about Giannis. And I never really thought about that with Giannis. They're like, you know, I don't, I don't really think that, that Giannis is as hungry. You got that chip. They're just not as hungry. And I didn't, I didn't really agree. Then I kind of watched them during the playoffs. And I kind of agree after watching them. I was like, Giannis isn't quite as hungry. I'm not trying to disrespect Giannis. And his speech about him not being a failure because they had a bad playoff run, I thought was spot on. I think it's okay to get snarky with reporters. I mean, you have to segment it. You failed for the season. It was a failure to to be the number one seed and to get wiped out by Miami 4-1. It's one thing. It's like when the Sonics lost back in the day to Sean Kemp, Gary Payton Sonics, they lost to Dikembe Mutombo. And the, the Denver Nuggets in the first round as a one seed, I think they won 63 or 64 games that year. 
They didn't get beat 4-1, though. I think they got beat in, in game five. There was a It was a five-game series, so it was 2-2, and they lost at home in game five, which was the – they don't they, – it's a game seven series now. But you got beat 4-1. You got, you got mopped off the floor. You were abused. And that is, that is failure. And it's okay for a reporter to cite failure. But also, when I agree with what Giada said, it doesn't make him a failure as a man. It doesn't make him a failure as a father. It doesn't make him a failure as a person. It doesn't mean that as a human being, his value has, has deteriorated. And we cross the line as fans sometimes thinking, that well, you didn't win enough championships. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You suck. Oh, you had a bad playoff run. This season was a disappointment. He's not a disappointment as a man. Like, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo is from Nigeria. He grew up with nothing. He didn't have a pot to urinate in. I don't think I can say the other word on radio. But he didn't have a pot to pee in. And he took that from, from growing up in abject poverty and, and nothing in a huge family. That he's, he's parlayed that into a very successful NBA career. He's an MVP. He's a world champion. And he put up a 50-burger in a, in a closeout. So we have to delineate between the two. It's okay to criticize Giannis and criticize the Bucks for, for having a bad playoff run, but you can't disrespect this man as a man, as a father, as a, as a pillar in the community. I don't think Giannis is staying personally. I think that he's heading for the Knicks or the Lakers. It's just I've lived all over the country. I grew, Like I said, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. I love Columbus, Ohio. I love my Buckeyes. I love Nashville. Nashville ain't New York. It ain't L.A. I've lived in bigger markets. I've lived in Seattle. I've lived in Phoenix. Nashville ain't even Phoenix. There are better places to live in this great United States of America, especially if you are young and have money than Milwaukee. You know, Cashville's warm and a beautiful place, but Milwaukee, uh, it's kind of like Chicago's. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a a cheap watered down version of Chicago. Like it's not, it's cold up there. There's a lot of crime in Milwaukee. It's dreary in the in the winter. You don't see the sun for for four or five months. I wouldn't want to live there if I if I had three four hundred million dollars and it was young man. I'd be out in L.A. I'd be in Miami. I'd be somewhere living my best life. Life is life is short, man. I'm getting old. Life is short. You don't want to waste your prime years in bleeping Milwaukee. So I think I think he's going to be out of there. He's going to force a trade. There's nothing wrong with that. He he brought them a chip. He did what he was supposed to do. Ultimately, his business is not personal, but um, I support Bronny James, and, and I want to talk a little Lakers basketball since I'm since I'm talking about the the James Empire. I said on this show I I felt that Golden State would make better adjustments. I still feel like Golden State will find a way to win this series, but I said the Lakers could be a problem because of their size, and if if Golden State if they're unable to figure out the the size disadvantage that they have, it's it's going to be trouble. Looney's down there on the block, rebounding by himself. But see, it's not it's not the same with Looney, and he's putting up 20, 20 rebounds a game, twenty two rebounds a game against Sacramento, which is built similar to Golden State. Sacramento has four guards out there or three guards and a small forward out there, and then they have Sabonis in the middle who's a stretch a stretch five. So you can run up and down the court and rebound with them 
LeBron down on the block and AD, man, those are those are grown arse men down there. And I know LeBron's not 100%. He has the foot issue. It's obvious the way that he's playing. He's not the same LeBron that, that we're used to seeing. I think a healthy LeBron is still a top five player, maybe a top three player in the NBA. And they're going to have to lean on AD. But the Lakers are are bigger and stronger, man. And sometimes, sometimes you watch – you watch a, a game or you watch a fight, and you're like, man, this this guy is a lot bigger and stronger. If you're an old school boxing fan like me, with the with the Ali Liston fight, you saw when you saw Ali and Liston stand next to each other, you're like, man, Muhammad Ali is is much bigger than this guy. And you look at the Lakers standing next to to Golden State, it, it looked like they they that they hooping with Big Bro, and that's gonna be a problem. And I don't like Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole's shot selection and the way that he plays, it's just it's an optical blight. And so Steve Kerr is going to have to find the the right chemistry with that roster, and, and he, he deserves the benefit of the doubt because he's done it over and over again. They've never lost a series under him that wasn't in the, the NBA Finals. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the nod to Steve Kerr, but they're really pushing it. If you're a Warriors fan – I, I, they got to come out and win game four. And they don't play well on the road. If they go down three to one, I think with LeBron, you're down three to one to him. He's got a 44 point game in him if he has to carry you to the next round. I don't, I don't think the Lakers, I think that they're too old. I don't think that LeBron and AD can stay healthy for, for four consecutive grueling series to, to raise Larry O'Brien. And I'm starting to think the same of the Warriors. I don't know if the Warriors can go back-to-back six, seven-game series and then have much left for Denver or Boston or whoever, Miami, whoever they play in the finals. But um, but it's going to be interesting to watch. And, and, and for the one millionth time, I don't think if LeBron wins this series, I don't think that that has anything to do with his legacy over Steph. If Steph wins this series, I don't think it has anything to do with his legacy over LeBron. I think that that competition is is so silly. It's so it's so played out, it's so ignorant, it's such a hot take. And it's irrelevant. I, I for for those two guys, the only thing that changes their legacy is is championships. And I don't think either of them have anything to prove. So if LeBron never wins another chip, if if Steph never wins another chip, to me LeBron's on the short list for greatest two or three players. I think Steph's in that top 10. They're amazing athletes that have had amazing careers, but this whole, well, if LeBron beats Steph, that that proves that he's better. No, not really. I mean, he's already better than me. But, you know, if Steph beats LeBron, if Steph beats LeBron in this series, you got people like Stephen A. Smith, well, this is this is the Steph Curry era, not the LeBron era. Well, what if what if Steph goes out and gets swept by the Nuggets because they have nothing left? Uh, so I'm I'm not buying into that, but the NBA playoffs – Really good, really exciting, really compelling, and ultimately that's what matters because this is a TV show for your personal entertainment, and that's why the players make that much money, and that's why ABC and ESPN are, are willing to, to pony up TNT billions of dollars to air the games because we watch. Paragon 7 Studio.
listening to the Lance J Radio Network. The Cook's Nook Mosaic Meals and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious mosaic meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. The construction Tims are classic in Philly they and are. New York. They are. Connecticut. James Lewis. Never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey, you definitely from uptown, New York. You definitely Manhattan, from New York if you shouted out Connecticut. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Water Labs AI prides itself in understanding the true healthcare industry drivers. Our Transform RCM suite of solutions focuses 100% on intelligent automation. Our solutions make use of robotic process automation, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. The value this brings to our clients greatly impacts the time, effort, and financial constraints that keep healthcare executives up at night. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance Day Radio Network HealthCast series, here for Water Labs AI.